Sherry Shepard. Hey, everybody. Hey, Sherry Shepard. Why are hey. you so high up in the air? Oh, that's our mask. That's cute. That's our, we want to our... welcome all our viewers and all our listeners. Sherry wants to be the boss of me, so she always puts her chair up a little higher. Because I don't come down for anybody. Uh, that's a lie. That's why you got married twice. <laughs> okay. <laughs> So uncalled for, but it's okay because I'm not bitter anymore. So I can laugh with the best dumb jokes. Oh, I can't get it together. Okay, I'm ready. You so you come look, down okay, where you, you are. Yourself down? Still got the same boring background, don't you? No, now you're too far down. You know you're short. Okay, there we go. It is so good to see you. I haven't seen you. Uh, normally, I see you during the week, but you had your 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 Manny. Well, your friend, your assistant. Somebody came over and brought me some paperwork. I appreciate. I that. brought you the. <laughs> I have. I have Jeffrey as a Manny. He doesn't have a nanny because he needed a a man in his life, so he's got a Manny. And I had him bring you over the papers for Two Funny Mamas so we could get a bank account instead of doing cash app so we could do it legally. Because for some reason, I have this fear of going to prison. Yeah, me too. So I've been emailing you the bank papers. We just started up our LLC. Good morning, listeners and viewers. And I've been emailing you the paperwork nonstop and you won't docusign it. So we had to do it the good old fashioned way and get your signature because I can't do anything without you. So they told me at the bank. Oh, see, see, that's what they tell the, the wives too. And the husbands will be trying to go in the accounts. But you know, but that's how Dr. Dre's wife, did you hear, you know, they're going through a divorce and she went and took all of this money out the bank and they're saying she was not authorized. And, you know, my bank is trying to make sure that doesn't happen with two funny mamas. Cause I was like, well, Whoa. can I just put my name on it? And they said, no, without Miss Whitley's signature, it's not two funny mamas. It's did one they embezzled. say how much money? <laughs> it's not that enough money. to get a pedicure. I'll just say that. Uh, no, oh, no, not us. I'm talking about Dr. Dre's wife. Did they say how much oh, money yeah, she got? Oh, yeah. She took a lot out. She took a lot out. Because, you know, they're going through this, like, crazy divorce because Dr. Dre is rich. He's got the Beats by Dre. And oh, he's, he's rich. He's got a catalog of songs that he has written. He is rich. But this is a problem that happens. I mean, I'm going to tell you. A lot of times when, and I'm not on either one of their side because I don't know I, I can actually say, I don't know Dr. Dre. I don't know his wife. I've never met them. But a lot of times when one person, person, typically the man has a lot of money, they be hiding assets. You heard that? Like all of a sudden assets are frozen and hidden and um, you can't get to the money. You got to go through the courts and all of this. So she went and took out a bunch of money because I bet you she was like, look, I know what he's about to do. He's about to freeze these accounts, hide this money and plead broke. So let me get some out because she's asking for a million dollars. Uh, I think a million dollars a month or something like that. Like that. And he's got the money. It's not like, you know, for me and you, a million dollars a month. I mean, if you could make the woo. So he's got the a money. Million, but... You know what a million dollars a month would change? If I would have known 
that my kitty cat with the right dude would get me a million dollars a month, I'd have been a hoe. I'd have just taken my chance, giving it out. <laughs> but the problem is, see, you just can't give it out to just anybody, Kim. No, that's like, what I'm saying. You just like a game of, uh, you know, you got to like see me. Like roulette. Yeah, that way. Well, yeah, what should you do? potato. Because you yeah, can't you get had to. I think about that because your mother told you. It's funny, old mother's wisdom. Your mom told you when you went to Fisk University, by the way, everybody, Kim is a college graduate. She's got a degree in arts, I believe, right? Yes, uh, 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 theater and art with a minor in business. No, look, with a minor in business. I need to go on and get my master's so I can get some respect out here. They don't need respect <laughs> me for a degree. At this point, I don't know if a master's is going to do it, Kim. But people do respect you because you're really pretty brilliant. I do have to say, people respect you. I don't know why you got a minor in business because you should. it should have been a major. You're really good in business. But I remember your mom told you when you went to Fisk University to get you a good man and marry him. Because in my... At the time that you were going, because I don't want to put this on fist, a lot right, of women right. were going, they they wanted husbands. They wanted, you know, they married well. So you literally, you could have been First Lady Barack Obama. Like you could have been First Lady Kim Whitley hyphen Obama. You could have been, uh, who's the, who's the, the dude that's a, that's a None general, Colin Powell. You could have been, you know, Kim Whitley Powell. I don't know how to be that kind of wife. I don't know how to wear them kind of nice clothes. I don't know how to do none of that. I've tried. I've dated a few preachers. No, you didn't try. You didn't try I hard did. enough when you're at Fisk. Oh no! When I was at Fisk, I was dating the football players, and yeah, I was out of control. But you, but I mean, you didn't get married to them. Like your mother specifically told you how to do this life because she knew fast forward. 30, 40 years, what it would be like for you. She already she knew did. that. That's the thing mothers know. And, and mothers, we think ahead. And she knew, I want my daughter to be happy and set. And, you know, you too could have been taking out a bunch of money from the bank account and ripping up prenups. You could have no been curse. Kim there's Whitley no Dre. I could have been, what's my name? Kim Whitley Dre, Dr. Dre's wife. What's his last sure. name? I don't even know his last yeah. name. I sure could have been. If I looked at the dudes that I had an opportunity with, but stupid and silly. Well, and without, was, you know, without, without saying names, you're actually supposed yeah. to be leading this, but I'm so curious about your life. What is that, K for Kim? It's K for Kim with a price. I don't want people to know I got it on sale. Well, they wouldn't have known if your fingers hadn't done that. I want to get oh. back to you, but I want to say good morning to Chris. Oh, hello. Over at Midcoast Media, want to say good morning to Nate, our Ooh. sound engineer. Nate, and say a special shout out to them, and a special shout out to Nate, Kim, because Nate works with major bands all across the country. And you know, with this COVID and the quarantine, he's just mm -hmm. been kind of pandemic in one place. So he's agreed to help us with sound engineering. So we got one of the best of the best. Let's best wait, let's best. stop. We got a couple big heads in the uh in yeah, the my headphones here. aren't gonna fit if you keep doing I was gonna this. say back here at the studio, we're running out of room. So Sherry, knock it off with the polite talk. Okay, <laughs> very sweet. I just you know, I just I thought about that because when Nate was talking about the bands that he, you know, does the engineering for, I was like, We got really lucky. Thank you. Yeah, I got yeah. thank lucky. you if I can <laughs> so we appreciate it. But um Kim. I think about the people that you have dated, and we don't have to say any names. Kim 
has dated very influential men. And Can we get names? I'm sorry, Sherry. I, I hate to interrupt you, but Kim, you know, we have our thing. It's very special. But let's let's be honest. We're going to need at least a couple names here. Well, one oh, of the no. names I'll give you. I can't give you the names because okay. they're, they're still very influential. Chris, I can only give you the, excuse my French, but the ones that have, have passed away. That's sure. the only ones that I can. Sherry, Sherry text me later. You know Kim doesn't check the group chat. Anymore. Yeah, I can text you later. But I can't give you the names because they are still very, very influential and powerful. <laughs> so, you know, th- if you start... If you give names, Chris, then she sounds like a bitter bag of beans. (laughs) (laughs) A bitter bag of beans, yep. I am not bitter, honey. I made my thing. No, you. And I and I don't mean to imply that you are bitter, Kim, because you're not no. bitter. But I'm saying if you start giving names of people who are alive and influential still, it's like you you crying over spilt milk. So we're not going to say the right. names. But I'll, I I'll text them to you later, though, Chris. But did the but, so? Are you saying that Kim's <clears throat> caused their success? Um, no, no, they weren't. They, I think she could no. have been. It, 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 she could have been instrumental or impetus yeah. or a muse for a. Uh, I was gonna say a lot of these men, but I don't want to make it sound like Kim was a hoe. English, okay, but uh... <laughs> no, no. Oh, I no, Kim was name. never. The, you, I, I do want to put that because I don't want people going. Why you call Kim Ho? Why you? I don't why, know, why, why you Bill call Kim and I'll Why shut up you too always being mean to Kim? Kim was never, and I've known Kim a very long time. She was never a hoe. She hung around with a lot of hoes, but Girl, she was never a hoe. We're talk about that <laughs> off camera. And you know, people and I say, wasn't... no, people thought I was a hoe because of my my relationships with these girls, certain people, and I didn't understand. They're like Kim, a birds of a feather flock together. I said, I don't believe that. Never have believed that. Cause I've hung, I hung, I hang around with all types of people. I mean, look at you, Sherry. I hang with you. Okay, that's huh? what I just thought about because I just <laughs> thought about how it made me sound. Because I've known you for a long time, and people thought you were a hoe because you hung with hoes. I ain't never been no hoe. I wish I was a hoe. <laughs> I was so religious. I don't even know what it take to be a hoe. You, you know, right. I'm not a hoe because I get married to the ones I sleep with. I'm yeah. so behind on my hoedom. Like I need to catch up on being a hoe. I need to go to whole class. No, no, no. I'm literally a lot of energy. You ain't got the energy to be one. I There's really don't. Time. I don't even have whole stamina anymore. I, if oh, I could no. take a whole, a virtual online for wholeness, I would be signed up. I'm too old to be a hoe. Yeah, I'm too tired. No, you don't have the energy, the patience. You'd be cussing out the other hoes that's in the yeah. meeting. No, I don't no. have whole patience. I just, I my holdem has passed me by, Chris. Yep. I, and, I and disagree. This, I think we throw you into the mix. So get some young fellas. You know, you charm them a little bit. You're uh, you're more knowledgeable than them. You know, is forever. No, no, no. You know exactly no, no. what you want. Bossy. See, no, no, I no. Think- but I'm too bossy to be a hoe. And at this age, Chris, uh, where I am at this point in my life, they wouldn't call me a hoe anymore. It'd be I'm a confident woman. Like there's put those there's glasses an age back where- on. Let's let's try this, Kim. Put those glasses back okay. on. Let's Who? work this out. Kim? You, you. Oh, put my glasses on. Yeah, we're gonna get a persona going. Uh oh. Now she's the. I do not look like a librarian. No, I look like a bad librarian. But what I'm saying is, at, at a certain age, you you pass the whole stage. Like even if I was to go out and sleep with a lot of people, I wouldn't be considered a hoe. I would just be considered I'm a, I'm a woman with means and I'm confident and I'm doing what I'm living my life. Like no, they wouldn't no, call me. No, you'd be considered, uh, you know, a MILF. 
Uh-uh. I'd be considered a MILF. Yeah. That's what I'd be considered. So literally, I can't I couldn't be a hoe if I tried. Where like could I could we go take her? out. Would you where would you go? If you could choose where there was a grouping of people, I'm thinking, Kim, we've got the NBA bubble that's kind of thinning out down in Orlando. If she just cause she could perform and have her pick of some guys. Oh, you let could, me tell you something. We could send if her I to a college up, campus. I mean, I don't know. What's your what's your choice here, Sure. I would if take I it showed to up at the a, a protest? A protest. I take you to the protest. They're angry and they're young and they got a lot of energy. And they'll be right in the middle of a protest. Do you know how many virtues? I want a hoe. I want a hoe. No, no, no. Vote. I want a hoe. You're going to just put your address right up on the screen again. No, oh, you can't boy. see my address. Kim, if we take her to a protest, if we take it's her to a, a protest, box. do you know how many um, trying to appear woke white dudes would be all over that? They would think. Wow, I can really score some points talking to Sherry Shepard like yeah, that. Yeah, that's been no problem like white dudes. It's just, you know, oh, she's too some good. of y'all... Oh, I now you say you ain't ever dated a white dude. What are you talking about? No, I haven't. About? No, I haven't. Right, so what, why all of a sudden you're like, that's no problem. They're flocking. No, <laughs> you're lying. <laughs> last submission, last submission. Let's send her to an open mic night at a club. Where there's oh, a that's, bunch of look, let me there's a bunch of rev, there's a bunch of reverence and there's a bunch of comics. Try, yeah, no, 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 Chris, okay. you're going to the park comedy club. So okay. Been there, done that. Wrote the book. Been got there, the t-shirt done that. <laughs> they bought the t-shirt, the cap, and the mask. The last place I want to go. And but, the house. You know, no. <laughs> I don't know how we went so far left because I did want to say something to Chris about white dudes and black women. Um, it, it's something about. I don't know what it is about y'all. Y'all like that, huh? I'm still here. Have at it. We'll have to talk about it at at a. Well, I've never dated a white. I've dated a white dude, but I was nervous about waiting. I got some old slave back in the day, uh, angry. Like I, every time I dated a white guy, I was so stupid. I said, I used to say. Don't I can't say even say it. Please don't say anything that's going to make us lose our 32,400 yes. followers. Please. Okay, right. We just got when We just. I dated a white dude. I always felt they only date me because they think I'm exotic because they want to hear some mm. African drums. They want to <laughs> get in touch with the motherland. Yeah, I was out of control. That's what, what I was yelling. What are you doing? Uh, what are you doing? Huh? What are you doing? Speaking my truth. Do you know how hard She's it has been to get this podcast to where it is? I said when I was young, I used to think I swear that. To good God, let me tell you something, Chris and Nate. If I go out with y'all and you ask for some African drums, I'll swear to good Who gosh. in the hell? No, no, I didn't say ask. I felt like they could hear it. Like when they touched me, they oh, heard wow. What? What are you doing? What are you doing? I'm just going to say, that's what's my feeling before I was uh, educated in life. I watched Roots when I was growing up, all of them. One, two, three, read the book. Yeah, I was tripping. I was running I was running in the middle of the street. And I, in my mind, I felt like it was a, a, a cotton field. I had watched what way too much. What is wrong with you? I watched you too much the, black stuff. You are I'm telling weird. You, I used to just pretend. Oh, no. No, no, no. That's why my... Uh, yeah, I'm really into history and what happened to us. I'm really into it. Yeah, we can see what happened to you. I can see Caucasian all through your bloodline. I am dark brown. <laughs> you are not dark brown. You are not dark brown. We are not going to no, get into this I'm, discussion. 
It's always light-skinned people who want to talk about how dark they are. My soul, my soul is dark. No, your soul is black. (laughs) Your soul is black. I can't help what my ancestors did to my skin color. You see these braids? I'm trying. (laughs) I know you are. Well, you're also trying on an entrepreneurial level, and you are your soul speaks to the other African-American black women out there that are starting businesses, and we actually have a commercial that we can show. Has it been 20 minutes already? Yes, we haven't even started the podcast. We haven't even started the podcast. Oh, wait, hold on one second, because I, I, Chris is saying this, uh, everybody, because I said at 20, because we're trying to look for brand opportunities, and um, the research shows that like at, at about 20 minutes, that's when you do commercials for the advertisers. So I'm trying to get Kim and me into this this routine. Habit. But we just, a habit. We just No, no, you run again. your mouth. Show everybody the People Magazine. Sherry Shepard can't stop talking. <laughs> oh, I got it right and here. And I can't believe you let them put that on there. You you thought, oh, that's so cute. No, they was taking a jab at you, running your damn mouth. Look at this. Sherry Shepard won't stop talking. You damn right. And I actually <laughs> said and it says, And it says, and why should she? <laughs> <laughs> she can't help it. And she wonders why we already 20 minutes in. Yes, oh we got to get this. People be listening to us. They do everything. They probably made dresses and put all their Halloween stuff out. Cooked so this turkey. Is what, and you're leading this, so you don't have good leadership skills. No, no, no. That's what I'm I following saying. today. If, no, I, if I start leading, I'm going to shut you down. If I start leading, I'm going to be watching my clock. Producing and shutting it down. We're going to go to commercial. Today's highlighted black business is the quick stick. It is the car seat helper. It's uh, 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 my product uh, and it's quick stick. Uh, K-W-I-C. I don't know why he wanted to make that difficult. Uh, K-W-I-C and then stick. We didn't think that How was that spelled? Quick stick. K-W-I-C. What are you trying to say now? Well, if you're going to misspell quick with a C, then how am I supposed to uh, trust that stick is no, spelled it the right is. way? Oh, that's true. But it's K-W-I-C and then stick. Okay. Spell it. And I did I did this because I couldn't get the car seat in with that extra seat belt through that hole in the back. You know, they got a whole bunch of different. But we have two, three cars. People have car seats and you can't get the seat belt to go through the hole in the back. So I invented something that would help um, um, senior citizens, mothers, Men, people with big hands, like myself. <laughs> so we, Kim created a wonderful commercial that she never told any of her friends about. So this business that we're spotlighting is the Quick Stick, created, invented by Kim Whitley. Roll and you it. can get it on. You can get it on Amazon. Hey, y'all! It's your girl Kim Whitley. Now this parenting thing is already difficult without having to put this car seat in the car. Like if you got big hands like me. <sighs> Here we go with this. <laughs> to the back. Oh, Lord. Lord. My hand's stuck. Ow! I think I broke a nail. Oh, Lord. <laughs> when is somebody going to come up with something to make this easier? That's why I came up with the quick stick, the car seat helper. You clip it on this little belt, and you're going to slide it through that little hole in the back, and you're going to mess up your hands. How about that? And then you're ready. Hey, you ain't got the circle. Look, you're going to come here. Look at that. Look at that. Already through. It's done. Thread your quick stick through the back of the car seat and pull it through. There you have your seat belt. Snap it in. 
And baby is and you could also use it at Amazon. Hey, look, you could also use it to slap somebody. Okay. I'm tired. Slap some people on the in the in the leg. Yeah. Seamless. <laughs> oh Lord. I get a kick out of that commercial every time I see it. So folks. This is a really good gift for mothers, uh, like she said, senior citizens, for men. Uh, if you have big hands and it's hard to thread that seatbelt through the through the baby seat, the car seat, quick stick. It's K-W-I-C stick, S-T-I-C-K. And it's available, it's available at Amazon. So just remember quick, K-W-I-C, as in can't spell. K-W-I-C, as in can't spell, stick. <laughs> that's where you get it. The There's another. <laughs> Do you remember Kim? Um, also another business. Do you remember the woman Tika who made me cry from liquid burns? Yes. Tika yeah. who sent us all of the, the, the turmeric soap yes. for inflammation. And she sent raw, she sent a uh, raw black soap, which is supposed to be really good for your skin. I, like, I, use, I use black soap. She sent pure formula hair elixir for your hair if it's fine and thin. She sent a sage smudge stick. And I, this smells so good. And she sent a bunch of um, natural fingernail polishes. So this is a woman from Liquid Burns, B-U-R-N-Z. Tika sent me an email and she says that she knows you which is probably why she was particularly, she had said, and, and folks who are just tuning in, this woman, uh -oh. Tika from Liquid Burns, has sent an email. She said, I was being so mean to Kim. And in this world of when women are supposed to be for each other, uh, I just was truly being mean to Kim and it made me cry. And so she sent me, you know, I, I got products from her and she sent me a couple freebies. But she said she knows you. I want to show you a picture of Tika. I was going to say, I think Burns. I knew Liquid Burns, the company. Do you remember oh. that? Yes! Oh my God! Look how cute I was. <laughs> and who and is the guy? Really the short. Tika's little. Or oh, I had on some big giant stripper heels. Who's the guy in the back? Yeah, I think I remember him too. Ooh, oh yeah, Tika! Look at Tika laying on my titties. What's what's going on? With and this is a, and this, you were at the Comedy Union, which is a, a black-owned comedy club in Los Angeles. Can you show the other picture, Chris? You oh. look really pretty too. You look you were with Marsha Warfield, and there's Andre. Yes! Andre. Marsha Warfield. Marsha Warfield from Night Court. Wow. Okay. And we I can love, love Marsha Warfield. Uh, you know, she's so one this, of my I just. Friends. Tika said you forgot that she had met you, and, and she was the one that made me cry. Uh, with her email saying I was so mean to you and not, but she was cool because I ordered products from her company and I ordered you some stuff, and I got gave you the turmeric soap, which I'm going to start start using because that's for inflammation of your joints. So, but if you, you use it, could you put the soap inside? I don't know. I don't hmm. want to talk about. It. No, you just Take when you thank use it on you. Your yes, skin. I remember you. That was a great okay. picture. So that's I why she was go, very go with the long hair. The long hair looks good on me. That long hair looked really good on you. And, uh, and so lighter. we got Tika because uh, that's why she was very protective over you because now I get it. She had met you at a comedy club and you're so sweet. And to hear me make fun of you, like that eyebrow still on your face that's going up in the air, you still got that eyebrow that you got from that group they on both sides. Now I can't get them down. <laughs> <laughs> so whatever Tika from Liquid Burns, B-U-R-N-Z, 
hears me make fun of you, it does something to her. Because once a woman lays her head on your breast, Kim, she's forever bound to you mm. like a vampire. Mm-hmm. What, do you, what do you call those women when the vampire makes the people theirs? What's that word, Nate and Chris? They're their, um, you know, it's like they own them. The women? Yeah, yeah. It's that, a word. A was that? <laughs> to see no, Kim yell at him for saying, yeah, yeah. If you can think of a listeners and followers, the first one to give me the word, you're going to get a free T-shirt for funny, two funny mamas. But if there's a word where once they bite you and suck your blood, they're being be holding. A familiar. Maybe it's a familiar. Yeah. Well, there's a couple. Well, you know what? Kim? Chris doesn't know this stuff. Did Nate say that familiar? Nate said that. Yeah. Nate, we're going to send you a two funny mamas. <laughs> I'll just grab one out of the cabinet. I was going to say they're they're ten right. feet behind us. Yeah, <laughs> I'm literally drinking out of one right now. <laughs> I'll give you one. I don't I know what else I can I give you. I to lay back in my bed. You with these backgrounds, I just I don't even know what to do with you. Look how happy she is. She's so happy. She was so. I upset. hate that background so much. It looks I know. so. Like Victoria and old, it just I I hate it, but it's okay. You know what? You know a show I'm stuck on and I cannot get off of it. What Merlin? What is Merlin? See, I'm all into them old magical princess king days, and they got black people on it. Merlin, Merlin, is this on Netflix? Yes, and I can't stop watching it. That is, I really, and of course, you know, I watch Shit's Creek and these other ones, but Merlin, I'm addicted to it. You know, it's so funny because when we saw the Emmys and it's it's pretty old, Schitt's Creek has a record for winning every yeah. award in its category. It holds the record now because the funny, the marvelous Mrs. Maisel had won a, a, a lot of Emmys, but Schitt's Creek won everything. And the thing that inspired me is because I think everybody has to sit here and figure out during this pandemic, what is it that you're supposed to be doing? And mine, the thing that keeps coming back up for me is writing. I've always run away from writing, writing scripts, and I decided to write a movie. And the man that uh, won is Dan Levy's, no, who? Eugene Levy's son. He created Shit's Creek. He won for writing, and he said, I've never written anything before. And it truly inspired me because the difference between those who dream and those who do are the, the ones that do. You just do it. That's and I just was very inspired by Shit's Creek, the creator and the writer. He won an Emmy. He gave you some. Okay, I'm glad you were excited. Look at you dropping a little little nugget for the day. I mean, because that, that really is. You you know you know people in your life that are always like, you know, I wish I could, or I want to do this, or I want to do that, but they've never done it, which makes them only dreams. And you're sleeping on your dreams. But if you just set about and do and it's very hard, but I, you know, I've been reading books on writing because I always thought I was not smart enough to write, and I wasn't, you know, I didn't go to college, so I don't have the words. I wasn't prolific enough, you know, to put the words on the paper. And I go, well, Sherry, just do it. You have the funny stories in your head, and you're very imaginative and creative, so just write that. So I've just been really getting inspired by people who are stepping out and taking risks. And that's what I want to do. Step out and take risks. Do you understand well, that? Girl, I do understand that. I, do, I want to see if you liked my new hairstyle. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, do I like your new hairstyle? It looks you. It looks a little. I look, I look like a poodle. 
Kim, okay, if, you wait, to, want, if you Kim, if uh, you had to estimate how long you weren't listening to Sherry, could you give us a time? Yeah, oh, ab- is what I was kind of wondering. Fifty-seven point three seconds. I I, I kind of want to get into That's your great. mind. You had me at a minute. I, yeah. Oh yeah. Is that what you had? Now. You clocked her at a minute, Chris? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I could tell by the expression. Kim, what goes? Yeah, because I could tell I lost her, and yeah. I, was, I was talking about dreaming and doing. I could tell I've lost Kim. And she's doing this weird stuff with her hair. And then as soon as I said, you know, those who dream, she was like, I just was wondering if you like my hair. What goes through your mind when you get lost? Oh, every, a lot of different things. Like what, yeah, like um, what, what, tell, tell me. Well, you know, I actually was listening because I wanted to comment on a movie I saw last night um, that you all will not be privy to see until October 7th. But that's what I was thinking about. Uh, I'm in a movie called Hubie Halloween with Adam Sandler and about 20 other stars. It is very funny. They sent us a code to watch it on Netflix last night. I know I was supposed to watch it with you, but you told me you took 17 melatonins. I would assume you went to sleep. I took six. Okay. To, way over the dosage that you're supposed to take. You didn't tell me yesterday. If you would have reminded me, I would have come over or you could have come over. We could have watched the Hubie. I made fried plantains. Because when I called you, you said, I'm so tired. I'm so tired. That's all you said. Cherry. But I would have watched. You were sleepy. You were so sleepy. Okay, two things here. You had done Dish and a TV show. I was like, impressive. I would have watched it with you because I told you I would have, and I would have been happy for you to, because I hadn't even taken the melatonin yet. If you would have said, we're supposed to watch 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 it again. I have the code, but everyone, Hubie Halloween on Netflix comes out. We can watch it tonight. I'll make popcorn. You can come over. I'll come over your place. It doesn't matter. Jeffrey's on punishment. I'll bring him. So this is great. Oh, you, I forgot you could have brought Jeffrey. There were so other this teenagers. is what went through your head when I was talking about dreaming and, and doing. You it, it went through your head, I have to announce my movie. Yeah. Because okay. you said dreaming. Okay. Shut up, Chris. I can hear you. Your mic's open. He's <laughs> <laughs> over there snickering. <laughs> I, I heard that word a long time. That's what snickering. your mama say over there, snickering. <laughs> You, you heard that word, Chris? Snickering? Snickering, because it ain't a whole laugh. It's a snicker. The snicker's <laughs> good. It's good. It's good uh, ambiance for the show. It's. Uh, I, f- I think it's charming for the listener to hear me dying laughing every two seconds. Um, did you all see? Yeah, because. Sorry, go ahead. Did you all see what? Did you see? I had a special guest in our studio yesterday that uh, is a fan of you two. Tommy Davidson came yeah, by and Midcoast Media, Chris's studio, where Chris and Nate are, they are in St. Louis while we are in LA. And Chris has what's the name of your podcast? Uh it's We Are Live. Chris has a podcast called We Are Live, and it comes out when? Uh Fridays. We typically do stuff Fridays and Saturdays, yeah. I'm trying to promote you, dude. But anyway, it's called <laughs> At We Are Live we Radio are, on Instagram. Check it out. It's you wonderful. Are the most casual, like just apathetic. We lost Kim. We lost Kim. Because we lost her again. Because Kim's ADD is set in. Oh. I just wanted to say, Tommy Davidson, uh, when the comics come by, sometimes Chris will play on a big screen TV. 
our podcast. And yes. so Tommy knows us and he took a picture. Michael Collier, when he came by, what did Tommy say when you told him that we said hi? What was he, what did he say? He got the warmest smile. And it wasn't, see, like I like trashing you two to you, you know, everybody you two calling each other hoes and all that stuff. That's to me is fun. I was expecting Tommy to be like, oh, those two, blah, blah, blah. He just got a really warm smile and he was like, those are my girls. He was like, he was really, really just uh, very genuinely happy to hear that uh, we all work together. He, and it was his second time here. He's very nice and a very fun interview as well. Tommy uh, was playing Helium Comedy Club in St. Louis. Uh, Chris, I do want you to know, Kim and I have a lot of respect in the industry. Not everybody is calling us a hoe. Right. Okay. I, don't think I wouldn't solicit one. such things. I'm just saying, I thought maybe. <laughs> there there are many people, when you said, uh, yes, uh, when you said that to Michael Collier, what did he say? What did you say? Same you thing. With us? He got a warm you. smile on his face, mm -hmm. didn't he? Yeah, very My, much. Yes, because we we command a lot we of respect a, in this town. Yeah, and we work on, on keeping a good reputation. And we work on people know us as professional. And, uh, you know, they know one of them you can get married to and get a little bit of money out of it. <laughs> and uh, You're about and to the other one ain't, ain't giving you back. The other one ain't giving you shit. We do have a picture. We'll show you real quick just with uh, Tommy and the two of you. Look at that. Oh, look at but look Tommy. Tommy. Yeah, Kim is not impressed. <laughs> but we Both look good. We yeah, look yeah. good. Tommy looks good. He Tommy does. Davidson. From, you know, I have, I have so much uh, respect for Tommy Davidson. He was on In Living Color. That's what he got. You could take it down there because I get tired of moving my head like this. Uh, Tommy Davidson was, you, he got his fame from In Living Color, but he's always been an amazing stand up comic. He can do so many impressions. Unfortunately, drugs took him out for a minute. He was addicted to drugs. And he, you should read his book. I don't remember what Tommy Davidson's book is, but he's got a fascinating autobiography of how he was adopted oh, he is by a white book. family. Wait, wait, he was adopted by a white family. Mm -hmm. Because of, I don't know if his, uh, what happened to his family, but he's got a fascinating story and he was always drawn to drugs. And so you always just felt for Tommy and so many people, the Wayans, they put him in rehab and he got yeah. out and now he's been sober for quite a few years and he's one of the nicest men. And if you ever get to see Tommy on stage, read his autobiography. We love Tommy Davidson. He's frenetic like you are, Kim. He's like, I wonder he, he a really lot of was drugs me. too, but he's was a hundred miles a minute. So anyway, uh, thank you for yeah, that, he's Chris. There, but he just got so much energy, dances, does his characters, does all kind of stuff. Uh, and I just want the listeners and the viewers to know, I have not forgotten about, because I know you guys are going, who did Kim get with that is powerful and influential? I have not forgotten that at all. That's going to, I'm writing, see, Kim gave me a podcast notebook because I was losing all of my, um, I'm showing it to you. I was losing all of my notes. So Kim made me a two funny mamas. <laughs> A Look two at funny mamas notebook with our pictures on there. It's just, she, she you like that? It. You like that? You see that I with do. that glue stick? Huh, Chris? I you look see with that a glue, glue stick. stick. Not quick stick, but a glue stick. And it's purple. What'd you say, Chris? Handmade notebooks from, from Kim Whitley in the Two Funny Mamas store. We need to make yeah. that happen. And, she, and she's a doodler. We do need two fun 
We need a Two Funny Mamas journal because I use this so because I was losing my notes. Like last week, our podcast, I was really upset with myself because I had lost all of the the notes and topics that we're going to talk about. So I appreciate this notebook. So listeners and viewers, I have it written down that we are going to talk about Kim's relationships. Now, what I will say is... And then I also got down dating white dudes because there's a few questions I need to ask Nate and Chris. Have either one of you dated a black woman before? Get out of that bed and yes. come I'm back sorry. to the present. I was just that about dang to on background. Okay. She's like, listen, literally, listeners, she's laying in bed and it's not even a bed. It's a doggone <laughs> sheet behind her that looks like a bed. And Kim is laying on it and it looks like she's laying in bed. And I'm getting, I'm going to swear I'm going to rip it off the wall. I love it. So let's go back to the question. Has Nate or Chris ever dated a black woman? Uh, yes. Who? That, that was Nate? Chris. That was Nate. Oh, that was Nate. We're getting our white dudes mixed up. White we're we're, we're, we're really like on a game show. I go, Nate, you were like, that was Chris. Was that? Dude, our own parents could not pick us out of, out of a lineup, I'm telling you. Y'all and Chris wrote the exact same person. So Chris, Chris, Chris ain't said nothing. Yeah, Chris absolutely. Yeah, don't come absolutely. in with a yes, absolutely. Now that Nate said yes, I, you oh, no, no, no. I mean, what do you, what do you, what do you want to know? What, how, 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 what do you want to know? Why did Nate answer so quickly? Because he's excited so- to talk. <laughs> no. Yeah, I'm not used to existing. Get, I was gonna say he went from production guy behind the scenes to you. He's now. Yeah, uh, you guys fourth, fucked up really bad. Wow, <laughs> they don't. We, cuss. This is our segment. He's, Beep. This is our segment. Ask a white dude. Ask a white dude. All right. So yeah. I'm Jewish technically, so I mean. <laughs> yeah, but you still fit into the category. Yeah. Nate. So I'm tell you, yeah, if you stop by the police, they ain't gonna go. I think he's Jewish. Right. Um, but I no, got but what once, you're saying. Once they find out, you know, who knows? So, are you Jewish by Are you Jewish by blood? Is your mom Jewish? Uh, no, but I was confirmed in bar mitzvah. So, I mean, technically, you know, who knows? So, oh, you're, you're technical. You're a technical Jewish person. Yeah, okay. You know. I got you. I got you. Okay. So this is, we're still calling the segment, ask a white dude, or it should be ask a white dude and a Jew. Yeah, there we so, go. That's right. better. So, so Chris. I'm listening. Did you, have you dated a, a real black woman? Not no mix, not no yeah. maybe. Yes. Okay. What's a real black woman? First well, of all, Chris. Why afraid to answer? I want to know this, Chris. <laughs> like, what's what do you a real know? black woman? That's very subjective, right. Kim. So we like, are we talking skin tone or like, did, does she have to like everything? A certain kind of music? You feel her blackness. Absolutely. Yeah. Okay. She was woke. I, you don't have to be woke <laughs> well, to be black. Oh, you should be these days. <laughs> yeah, you should sure. be woke to be black. Well, we see that. No, we see well, that. Okay, I know what that question is. And, uh, where's Breonna Taylor, the uh, the prosecutor? I knew where this is going. Yeah, this is. It was not. A, it was not a Candace Owens situation. Is if that's what's requiring? Yes, no, okay. it wasn't. Uh, uh, all my friends, I'm white. I'm. Uh, I sound what like it's not that kind of person. It's not somebody okay. denying who they are. So no, okay. that's okay. never been the case. And then Nate said he dated a black woman, correct? Yeah. Okay, she was both? actually not from America either. So. Nah, that doesn't count. Oh, so you dated really a count. European oh, black woman. Oh, well, wow. and then the I did I, I dated a, a more recently a mixed woman from America. A mixed oh. woman from America. You're really breaking I'm it down. All this down. So well, hey, they get they wanted to get specific. So Sherry, I mean, I'm saying Sherry's writing it down. Yeah. Oh yeah, she's yeah. getting right into it. Yeah. Yeah, because when, when they come and question me, I need all my answers correct. Oh, exactly. 
Right, some stuff go down. We need all the answers. Stuff go down. I got a Nate column and a Chris column. Okay, Uh, so I got from Chris. Chris dated a real black woman. Nate dated a mixed woman from America. Okay, I'm gonna ask you. That's wrong from Europe. Right. Do you feel like there was a difference? Be honest. What? Do you feel like there was a difference? Yeah. What? Yeah, that's a really good question. Like when you dated. Black a black woman was there. What were the differences from a black woman and a white woman? Oh, I I think what you figure out is like everybody's kind of way more similar than you realize. Like once you, if you truly, if you're if you're if you're not just banging a couple times or whatever, right? If you (laughs) if you get to know someone. Banging. The word uh, if you get to that's a white boy term. A I was trying to term. sound crude, and boy, did I hit the nail on that. Uh, when you're banging. <laughs> when no, you're I banging think- her. So tell us about it, Chris. When you're banging the black girl. <laughs> I think I think what you find out is people are uh, are everybody's got problems. Everybody, it kind of boils down to more the person. Of course, there's things mm-hmm. that are uh, innately important or different to different people. Um, but I, I don't know. Like I, I don't make it some kind of a crazy thing. You're respectful, and you're you learn and listen and all that stuff. But it's not something that like I don't need to be reminded. Or like we don't have to put on some weird facade. Like if you're really comfortable with yourself, does that make sense? Yeah, it makes absolute. Sense. I don't know. All right, we're oh, going okay. to we're, Nate, we're right, well. cut Nate's mic. <laughs> this is like this, this is getting Nate. out of control. This interview oh, is Nate. interesting. What Nate? All right. Nate. So for reference, I live basically in downtown St. Louis, and I'm very much immersed in what you might call black culture. And okay. I will say this: uh, from dating. A lot of foreign women growing up, for some reason, I always dated either first generation or recently emigrated to America. Uh, there was huge cultural differences with every person you meet. Like my Chinese girlfriend versus my Greek girlfriend versus my black girlfriend are all aliens. I do not recognize them as being the same at all. And that's right. fine. That's what's cool about it for me. I mean, yeah, at the physical side of it, it's all pretty much the same, I think. But like in terms of actually navigating the relationship, Holy shit, these people could not be more different. Yeah. Wow. Because of culture and backgrounds and how they were raised. Oh, I mean, like, dude, so my, my, my I dated a Chinese girl who was first generation American, and just that whole set of expectations and everything from her parents made that a really unique kind of social uh, experience, trying to navigate never seeing her mom. Or when I did, she would call me, like, you know, she would obviously hate me and was like, a, you know, all those things versus a Greek family whose family acts like they love you but is secretly plotting your death while they're, like, feeding you <laughs> lamb. You know what I mean? Like, it's oh very, God. it's so oh different. But what Chris is saying is true. Like, in, in a lot of ways, like, it is, and, like, the ways it really, like, everyone still, you know, operates on the same basic levers, but mm-hmm. the way you navigate that is so different. Wow. Who knew well, that Nate was going to be the cool. connoisseur and the expert on dating different nationalities? It's great. He sure wait. He, you guys act, well, ask one specific question. Boy, he, it's like he had that book ready to talk about. Man. <laughs> yeah, I was like, who asked about Chinese? They asked about black women on a black women I podcast. Mean, I, I got re-prescribed Adderall this week, so <laughs> sorry. Yeah. I, yeah. You see what happens, ladies? I try and shepherd this thing, and you open these oh, doors, and this is what happens. Oh, God. I thought it was. 
I thought it was fascinating. Like I thought it that is, Nate was going to go through. And then when I dated, you know, a Turkish woman, and then when right. I dated the woman, oh, careful. Careful. you're going to get into chapters five through 20 if you don't watch it. I oh, thought yeah. it was pretty cool. I wow. it. it was very, you know, it that really was fascinating. Absolutely. <laughs> you don't want to know about the Germans. Oh, no. Please. <laughs> well, please. Go ahead. Please. So, uh, but all women, but is there a through line through all women? Is there you're a through line? You're all out of your mind. Well, I think it's what? that. You're all out of your mind. <laughs> oh, well, yeah, that's, yeah. that's fine. Me, me and my girlfriend have come to the conclusion that. I'm an idiot and she's crazy. And as long as we just operate within that framework, we're going to be okay. You know, <laughs> I'm an idiot. That's wow. a great title for a book, Nate. I'm an idiot yeah. and she's crazy. Really? But it's so it, it's very interesting because we're all the same in terms of men think we're crazy, whether we're black, a Chinese, Greek, German. We're all crazy. We all have our former craziness. That we're all the same. We all have basic tenets of humanity. we're in the same but you know cultural differences do not and here here's where and i'm sure white dudes have the same thing too but like if you were to say you have to say your experiences with only black women like what did you derive from that do not ever let them know that the volume of their voice is even a hair louder than what you're comfortable with holy my god i'm talking I only I only deal with nice, amazing people, but there, there's a consistency. If you want if you want something for the uh, for the for the book, there you could say like, do not let people know. Um, hey, could you so not, what you trying could to you say? Talk so not well. louder than white women. Don't no, no. no. So if, you, if you bring, if you say, hey, you're yelling. Let's uh, let's let's talk at the same level. That 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 just takes it out of them. Yeah, no, that's not good. I, I've always felt like every I've black woman I've either been friends with or dated. <clears throat> was way more grown than me at that point in my life, if that makes sense. <laughs> oh, yeah. Like, I was like, wow, I have no idea what's going on, apparently. <laughs> I love yeah. it. Yeah, because usually, like, the generation before that went through the civil rights, their kids heard all of the mm. what was going on, so they matured faster. Way more shit. <laughs> I don't know. And I love this segment on Ask a White Dude and a Jew. <laughs> Okay, I, I don't like that term. I don't like that together. Just ask the white boy. Nate said he was I Jewish. I don't like that. I, just never had, I don't like Mexican, the word Mexican, and I don't like the word Jew. It How sounds you not like the word Mexican if a person is Mexican. I, I just don't sound right. Nate, you know, at supermarket, at Nate, supermarkets, look. all the Jewish food is in the aisle labeled Mexican and Chinese in St. Louis. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what that okay. means, but I'm just letting I, you know. I don't know what that's trying to so say. So ask a white Jewish, dude and I like Jewish. Jewish. I don't like, because I guess. Jew, yeah, Jew seems a little harsh, right? It's a little. Is that a little harsh, Nate? Uh, you know, I mean, I, I, I every Jewish person I know identifies differently. I'm not sure if there isn't. So let me take that back. Ask a white person and a Jewish person. Let's be honest. I'm just white. I was just messing around earlier. I'm just a white I, I, I Ask a white person and a Jewish person sounds real corny. Yeah. <laughs> we're gonna cut, we're gonna cut our mics and let you two talk it out for ten minutes. Go yeah, ahead. Yeah, yeah um, no, uh, uh, <laughs> it's fine. I ask, like ask a white dude. I like I'm ask a white trying dude to be sensitive to Nate's uh, background. Ask a white dude and a Jew. How about ask a Jew and a white dude? I don't like none of that. I don't like it. Okay, because so I guess the word has been used um, 
in so many derogatory ways and like Mexican has been used. I think that's what I'm dealing with, how people have used the words in the past. And it's just uh, when I hear it, you know, how certain things make you like your antennas go up. Yes. I think that's you know, why. I guess I've heard certain things at comedy clubs all the time. And again, I would love to the listeners let us know yes. how that makes you feel. It does sound a little corny to say, to say, ask a white dude and a Jewish dude. Yeah, yeah, you just call it ask a white dude. That's your answer. Yeah, we're so I think dudes. we should shorten it to just ask a white dude and we won't get in trouble. I don't think it's I, white I, I didn't want to say that, but off air, I was like, we're going down the wrong alley. No, I think ask a white dude is good. I don't think any white dudes would be mad at us. I don't think I don't think white dudes would be offended. Do you? Okay. I don't think so. I think ask a white dude is good. No, no, and no. That is our segment of ask a white dude. Thank you for listening. Now we need some music. <laughs> we do have well, some well, listener uh, submitted we, music. Oh, oh, that's right. We Kim, I wanted to, and this is from. I Randy love Dutt. that Chris is leading today. I'm without not, us, you I'm, see I'm, that? I'm talking to this. We there's way too much non-Kim and uh, Sherry. This is no, a, no, no, no. Because that's your turn to lead today. We we lead all the time. I that was good, to, Chris. This was good. We like this, and we got more of Nate. So you guys got to meet Nate, our sound engineer. Um, I wanted to say Brandon Gillespie. Now he's a resident whore. Then, if that's what we're gonna go with. <laughs> Remember, we were trying to find a friend who's been through a lot of people. Well, we found one. That's me. <laughs> That's Nate, our resident. Ask a, a white dude and a whore. Okay. All right. I'm Here just kidding, It's a joke, Nate. You're now not. We're in so, Brandon Nate, Gillespie. Nate, your call us. You're not. I wanted to. Okay. Can we keep going? Because once we leave the segment, we're off the segment. Okay. So, uh Brandon Gillespie emailed two funny mamas at gmail.com and he said, you know, uh, because we had uh, Ron had sent us a, a a jingle for our show. We're just kind of going through jingles and uh, Brandon Gillespie sent in something that he really liked and I couldn't get it to play and he sent it again and I promised him that I was going to play it. And uh, as always, our comments are always very loving. We try not to offend. Sometimes we do. We tried to, uh, you know, so let's listen to Brandon's. This will be the first time okay. I'm hearing it. It kind of gets, it, it's reminiscent to me of, I can picture like a big bands, like t- horn players, like, like earth, wind and fire kind of like, you know how they were, you know, with the, with the trombones and they went down with the trombones and up with That's the trombones. what you saw? Wow. Yeah. I saw, like, I saw complete, like the Commodores. You remember how, when the Commodores had a full band behind them and they no, had No, that was five- before my time. Uh-huh. Okay. All right. What's their names? 
Because I forgot you that? just came into the you just came into the fold when offset. You were born when offset was yes, yes. And it reminded me of Earth, Wind, and Fire, how they have a full band. Like this is a full, yeah. a full production. I think I like it, Brandon. I think um it's like we kind of were looking for a little bit of neo soulish kind of. Am I am I talking? Like like what did you think, Nate? How would you describe it? What are you doing? Well, what are you doing? Chris loves this. Um, yeah, I, I thought it was a you little bit like nineties. <laughs> yeah, she just loves torturing Chris. Uh, she, uh, I really thought it was kind of like ninety-one Sinbad Aruba Jam, like Zap and Roger. Sinbad Aruba. Some Remember when you love? Go to- you know what I'm talking yes. about? Yeah, like that. Like Sinbad Aruba. When you go to Aruba and Sinbad would have his whole like uh, such a good R&B festival. Thank you, Nate. So, that was a very good observation. That's a that's a good observation. So I like it. I don't think it quite fits to Funny Mamas, but I like it. I like but it I don't too. Think it we've gotten everyone's opinion. To Funny so. Mamas, huh? I said we've gotten everyone's opinion. The three of us. So, oh, but thank you, Brandon. We wanted to play it, so we we were we were jamming to it. We were jamming to it, but I think it's a little bit. It's not quite what we're looking for, but I'm we so appreciate thank you. you. I kind of like it. Well, you know, I like it. So we got We're gonna we're gonna fight about it. We okay, got two we'll different tastes. We got two different ears, and we've got Nate's opinion. I mean, that's all that he is. Me, you, and Nate. I know. We do funny. Important. I just bypassed Chris. I was like, so Nate, <laughs> what do you think? Okay, Chris, what do you think? What? That was Are we? Mad? <laughs> you want my opinion on the song? I think you see why Nate said. That's why you see why Nate jumped in. behind. Oh, here Thank we go. You. No, Nate's but answer is perfect. But you see why Nate says. They're so like so behind with black women. They're like two silly schoolboys back there. Oh, here we go. Giggling and shit. No, no but you I'm see sorry. Chris didn't come in and Nate gets the attention because Nate comes in and talks immediately. Right Chris is like complaining. You I'm just going for it. I'm, I'm sitting. I'm sitting back and I'm letting. I'm letting it unfold and then I jump. I'm a counter puncher. He's coming in willy nilly. And you know what? They both work. That was a great description. I'm saving that song for whenever we make the two funny mamas movie and you guys go discover yourself and you find yourself on a cruise in the Caribbean and then you enter and it's the big scene where you're wearing yellow dresses and it's like we're doing a a live show and you do like the cheesy 90s dance to the song that's what I'm saving the song for Oh, okay. so you're going to let this genius uh, sit back and create or what? That's why we let Nate talk first. Oh damn it. Oh, man. Well, we like Brandon. Can you go to uh, the Two Funny Mamas site, buyjack.com slash Two Funny Mamas, and pick out uh, something from our site so that we can send it to you and send me your address on at twofunnymamas at gmail.com and tell me what you picked out. That was Cause good. It was because we liked it. Thank you. so, And we appreciate yeah. anybody that sends we us do. We We do. We really didn't get to anything else. Uh, it's time to wrap up. No, it's not. Are you, no, we're not done. Ask, ask, ask Chris. You sure you don't want to run to Nate on that one? I, Nate. <laughs> I'll defer I, to Chris. I'll defer to Chris this time. What am I sensing over show. here? Nate, Nate how, how, much, how much time have we been? You guys are at an hour, and it's, it, you know what, if you want to keep I it around. they were asking me. Um, I got no, we can the, go 12 more minutes. There's just a couple, a couple little things. We can go 12 more minutes. That's about what we've been doing on our podcast. There is, um, there is somebody said from Hawkeye Entertainment. I just wanted to read this to you, Kim. They said, Sherry and Kim, Hawkeye Entertainment, page two stage, LLC. That's a lot. 
I truly look forward to Thursdays being the highlight of the week. Having tuned in from episode one, watching you both blossom in this format is a treasure. With your shifting schedules and parental duties, it is such a delight that you both continue to craft time to share your joy, love, and light to the world on every podcast. Um, Sherry, you brighten my spirit. And Kim, you are the salve to my soul. Soar onward, queens. Abundant gratitude and air hugs. That's from Hawkeye Entertainment, page two, page two stage, LLC. Wasn't that really a beautiful? That was a beautiful email. But is it a and, girl or a boy? I don't know who Hawkeye Entertainment is. That sounds like something a man would come up with, but I don't want to get in trouble. Oh, so I don't like a know. Free plug. But, but you got a free plug, Hawkeye Entertainment, page two stage, LLC. But Stacy Bright said, a wonderful episode as always, ladies. That was l- last Thursday. You've blessed me with laughter and light during this quarantine, and I thank you. Kim, I think your candy hunt and roller skating Halloween party is a great idea. Because when I was a child, the church I attended did not celebrate or participate in Halloween. They gave a huge skating party every Halloween. They rented school buses to transport the neighborhood kids. It was popular and it was a successful annual event that we look forward to. Um, And the, the ladies from the church handed each child a huge bag of candy and treats. Nobody ever felt cheated and as they if or felt like they missed out on trick or treating. So it might also might be fun, she said, Kim, if one if the parents dressed up as well, if you don't want to do the candy hunt, get each child one of those plastic pumpkins and fill them with treats and give them to them as they leave. So that was from Stacy Bright. Something Thank that you, I thought. I will get the pumpkins. There ain't gonna be that many kids. And have and us dressed up. I like that. I like, I like that. that. And so, uh, and this is the last one from Curtis Mason, I actually really enjoyed this one. Curtis Mason said, I have a new obsession and it is your podcast. I was immediately hooked. I would love to be your East Coast mouthpiece. I will tell everybody to give you a listen. Now, don't take this the wrong way, Kim, but I am secretly in love with Sherry. If my wife finds out, she will turn my manhood into womanhood quick as a blink. (laughs) And she's and in this time of uncertainty with the upcoming holiday season, I would like you to consider a virtual visit from my alter ego. I've been doing this for 20 years. I wish you would give it some thought for real. I'm about to donate to your cash app when I finish this email. So he wants, this is what he's been doing for 20 years. Uh, what does Let's that see, mean? Chris. He's been, he wants- Well, I think it's the jolly, uh, it's I'm the- confused. Well, your favorite is not. Uh, hey, can we get uh, a photo of uh, the gentleman? <gasps> oh, 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 oh my Curtis! Look at this. Wait a minute. What is happening, listeners? Is a picture of is that a white Santa Claus? He's a, a Santa. He's a Santa, and he's been in love with Sherry for twenty years. But he's in a Santa. He's in a Santa suit with an arch. Like he's at the mall. He looks like he's the Santa at the mall down the street because it's a big display where he's playing. And Santa. he's got an arch candy cane and he's Santa with glasses. And he says he's been doing this for 20 years and he would like us to consider a virtual visit from his alter ego. Did I order the food? Oh, Jeffrey, I'm sorry. Me- I'm going to take As soon as I finish the podcast, I'm going to take you to get something to eat. What is the I know. I'm okay. Give me, give me five minutes. I'm be done with Auntie Kim. I got to get every breakfast. Oh, you forgot you to make them breakfast. 
I forgot the number oh. of you I'm over here complaining. Um, Girl, I'm gonna take you to get. We, we'll go to Dennis. I let him stay up all night so he wouldn't wake up to want breakfast. Oh my gosh. Well, wait. Let me get back to Curtis. Curtis. Yeah. That gave me such joy uh, to see Santa Claus. Uh, it just I, finally a man says to me, Kim, I want you to sit on my lap. I love that. First of all. <laughs> thank you, Curtis. I tell you Curtis, why we said hi. And maybe around December. Yeah, tell your wife we said hi, Curtis. But that's a great role play, by the way. Uh, Curtis, maybe you know, around December. Getting, getting, getting Santa coming in and getting you. Maybe like, we Santa, will do. Huh? Don't you think we could do something? Ver Why are you so low? Oh, my gosh. You like no, you went no. down a little bit. Okay. There. Let me go down so I can so our, we can match. But, Curtis, maybe around Christmas time. Uh, we can have you make a little guest appearance on Two Funny Mamas podcast. Oh, that would be nice. Get into the brain of Santa, first of all. Yes. <laughs> to do that 20 years, you there's a special something that you love to do it 20 years, uh, and I'd like to find that out. So thank you so much, Curtis Mason. I'm from Two Funny Mamas. But then his wife would know. Well, hey, I'm not speaking for his wife. He said he was secretly in love with me. But that's my problem. When men are in love with me, I tend to buy him things. So I probably need to break that thing. So I probably need to break. Yes. <laughs> but you know, I'm not going to do it today. Uh, Curtis Santa, who's in secretly in love with Sherry Shepard. I want you to go to bijack.com, B-Y-J-A-C-K.com slash two funny mamas. And I want you to pick out something, Curtis, from our store. Maybe you can get something for your wife and send me your address so we can send it to you. Because I like that, that Santa's secretly, sensually. Look at her smiling. Yeah, I like that. Santa. That's that's pretty cool. That's so okay. I'm going to get me an elf. I'm going to get an elf. You're going to get an elf? <laughs> you know, I told you I wanted us to do a Christmas movie where we were mm -hmm. elves. And we had to... Don't you like that idea, Chris? We're, a Christmas movie where Kim and I... We're like, we had to go back and get uh, Mrs. Santa, Mrs. Claus, because she got upset with Santa. I know. And she took off. She got upset because she didn't get any of the credit for doing what she does and overseeing everything. And she just took off. I know if there's a dance sequence or a scene, we've got a great song for it. Two funny mamas. That's what I want. I think a two funny mamas Christmas special probably needs to happen. So great idea. That'd be good. Yes. So I think uh, we, you know, we've had fun for this hour. And uh, next time we're going to talk about relationships. We didn't get to talk about relationships. We got a lot to say. Hey, oh, do you know that I've been talking to a Jewish man, Nate? I do not. Yeah, I started Besides talking, me? I started talking. Besides you. I started talking to a Jewish man online. I got to tell you about it. It, They're going to treat, gonna treat you right. Good looking man. Terrible. I don't know. Um, He's very good looking. What'd you say, Nate? I said, he's going to treat you right, or maybe not. I hope, I, I can't really speak for all my people. No. We're very diverse. <laughs> he's very nice. He's not religious. Well, see, this is what he said. He said, I'm not a religious Jew. That's not Sherry's. Oh, there's a lot of us like that. Yeah. And he said, he's not religious. He's just into being loving and nice. And uh, uh, he's very sweet. He owns his own business. And he's been, he's been uh, texting me. And I'll have to tell you about it. Well, I'll tell you one thing about Jews really quick. We're matriarchal. We, our grandma, our moms, that's who we really look up to and respect. So it kind of might make sense, you know, like uh, he's going to treat you really good. 
be real nice. Okay, that kind of took all the sexiness out of it. But yeah, okay. I was gonna. Right. This is what you get, Sherry. Kim, this is what she gets. This is what you get. I'm just saying. <laughs> I'm just saying, well. Jews. Uh, you know, we, we've uh, we respect women because we uh, are ruled by them. Oh, then they're not gonna make it. She don't want nobody to respect her. <laughs> oh, damn, Kim! <laughs> wow! Wow! What a way to end! No, she don't want nobody to respect her. What? I actually find it quite nice when he says, "Good morning, Sherry. How are you? Just wanted to know how your day's going. That sounds great. Let's Facetime." Kim, let's guess who it could be. Who do you think? You're it not is? gonna be able to guess because he's not anybody in the industry. Oh, he doesn't even live in yeah. L.A., so you wouldn't be able to guess. No, nobody's gonna say Joel we, Stubblefield. We'd be, we'd be here until next week trying to guess. Okay, Mark, Mark, man. Yeah, I don't. I don't date like influential people like Kim that have big names that have won right. Grammys and, written hits and that direct Kim, movies probably walk off. and that are out here directing no. movies and, and, and inventing things and making Teslas and things like that. I don't get the opportunity to date. Keep going, huh? All right. I'm just saying, I don't have people that, you know, and she walks out of the, you better stop that walking off this uh, podcast. Good night. Every uh, well, you see how I can't do this without the other funny mama? I don't even know how to end the show. She just walked off the set with that horrid bed. Thank you. Bye, <laughs> Goodbye, everybody. <laughs> I couldn't do this until you came back. I was like. I noticed. I didn't know how to end it. All right. That was good. Oh.